Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit Simplecast.com. Full Service Radio. Welcome to Beer Me on Full Service Radio, broadcasting live from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. It feels incredibly good to say that. Um, I've been on the road all summer, and for those of you listening, uh, doing Beer Me on the road. Uh, A couple mini episodes might be coming your way still from the road. However, I am back in the studio looking out on the beautiful, beautiful lobby of the Line Hotel. Lots of beautiful people with dogs, cool coffee, great food, great drinks. Ah, it feels good. Uh, So I'm your host, Sarah Jane. Every week, we'll have a guest on the show to discuss different parts of the beer world, allowing us all to examine the beer world through different lenses, from brewers, importers, educators. So whether you're new to beer or a seasoned professional, we will have something for you. So... As many of you know, it is DC Beer Week, uh, kicking off today, you know, go throughout the week. Uh, Definitely check out Battle of the Barrel Aged at the uh, Boundary Stone on Rhode Island Avenue in uh, Washington, DC. I will be there on Tuesday evening. But uh, now that we're headed back into the school year for some of you, I thought it would be apt to talk about beer education. So today, I'm very happy that Hutch Kugman, he is the head brewer at the brewery at the Culinary Institute of America. Uh, And with one of my former professors, uh, John Fisher, he teaches uh, art and science of brewing. Hutch, thank you so much for calling in on this beautiful Sunday. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me. How's your uh, semester kicking off, or whatever block is happening at the Culinary Uh, Institute? It actually is. The the, the start of the semester, it's actually move-in day here at the Culinary Institute of America. So Ah. we've got a a thousand very eager students that are unpacking their cars and and moving into dorm rooms today. Wow. And for those of you, this is the Culinary Institute of America in Hyde Park, New York. This is in the Hudson Valley, just about an hour and a half north of New York City. So... Hutch, are you excited? You have a full class roster ready to go and get started on a Monday or Tuesday? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's always fun to start with a new group and uh, see what kinds of backgrounds the students have and how, how much they already know about beer or don't know about beer and what they're excited about. Um, and since our class is a, a hands-on brewing class, uh, you know, it's a chance for us to get our hands dirty, and I'm kind of starting back at the basics. Uh, we'll, we'll cover some introductory stuff to get going and. uh And then we'll run from there. So I'm going to back it up a little bit here. Um, So when I went to the Culinary Institute, uh, we did not have a beer and brewing program. So I'm, you know, a little jealous of these kids. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, we did cover beer within, uh, you know, like intro to beverage management and, you know, a little bit in some of the wine classes. But now there is a full-fledged beer class and program, and there's a brewery right inside the student center uh, built by Brooklyn Brewery, correct? That's correct, yeah. We're right in the corner of uh, our, our student commons called The Egg. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, our partner with Brooklyn Brewery, who helped design the brewery uh, and provide the equipment, um, hired me to come on board and run it, and then helped develop the original curriculum for the art and science of brewing course. 
Uh, and now they act mostly in an advisory and supporting role. Uh, so we have a nice, a great relationship with Brooklyn. Uh, they come up and um, Garrett Oliver, the brewmaster for, for Brooklyn Brewery, will come up and lecture the students every semester. Uh, we'll have people from their marketing and sales departments come up and talk about the global beer trade. Uh, since many people don't know it, but Brooklyn is the number one exporter of U.S. craft beer. So about half of all Brooklyn beer produced is produced and sold overseas. Wow. Um, and also, even the CEO will come up and, and lecture the students and talk about the business of beer. So it's it's really a great relationship. Uh, they provide a lot of um, great resources for our students, and as well as, as great resources for me. It's great; they're great people to work with. Oh, that's amazing! So and yeah, and our, our brewery is right here on campus, and just like our restaurants, we have five restaurants on campus. Uh, it's a classroom, so we produce beer for all of our restaurants, and then we I get to work with the culinary students and teach them about brewing. So. Let's back up again here as far as when the beer program got started. And, you know, curriculum writing is no easy feat. What were some things that you were considering when designing, you know, what's important to teach students and kind of where to get started because beer is such a vast topic? Yeah, sure. Um, so, we, you know, there was some beer, as you mentioned, there was some beer education going on. And then that continues. There's, some, there's a class uh, that we're kind of resurrecting that uh, Patrick Fisher and I are resurrecting that was really more about beer and beer styles. Uh, beer pairing, things like that. Our class is more about brewing and brewing operations. Uh, it's been going on for about four years. So we opened the brewery uh, almost four years ago, October of 2015. Um, and the, the idea was that, obviously, uh, our students prefer to be more hands-on, right? We're, we're one people who want to be on their feet and work with their hands, and that is the sort of students we have. Uh, but also that the, the larger culinary world has really meshed with beverages, as you well know. And, uh, and the beverage industry is a huge part of that, and craft beer in particular. And so we really need to get some more craft beer education and brewing education. Many of our students uh, don't end up in the kitchen and end up in management or um, running the house or working in beverage. And so we felt that there was a lot, there was a definite need for them to have that experience of understanding how a brewery operates, how a production system uh, environment operates, because it was going to aid them in their, in their jobs going forward. So as far as what we felt like we needed to touch on, um, you know, we started with the basics with, hey, we're going to be talking about brewing. We're going to talk about process, right, how a brewery works. We're going to talk about ingredients and the science behind those ingredients. We're going to talk about fermentation. Um, and then it was how do we mesh that together with the actual brewery operations and how can we get the students more involved in here. And honestly, I approached it as a brewer uh, much like I would approach training an employee. So what are the things this person needs to know to operate in my brewery safely? Uh, what are the tasks that go into daily brewing? I mean, you know, cleaning is not the most glorious thing in the world, but it's really important in breweries. Uh, chemical safety, things like that. These are all things that are a big part of our industry. So all of that kind of built in along with the science and the flavors and, and the process um, really kind of developed the course. And we continue to make tweaks to it. Um, we've been going, like I said, about four years now. So we've got it pretty dialed in. But every semester there's a little something. We say, hey, you know, we're not doing enough of for instance, we felt like we weren't really doing enough uh, analytical tasting. We were tasting beers, and we were talking about flavor profiles. We weren't really analyzing the flavors. Okay. So well, last semester, we started. We kind of started building in some more tasting sessions here in the brewery um, to kind of really break down, at, with, our, with help from our friends at the Brewers Association, help break down flavors. Okay, what flavors are we actually tasting? And luckily for me, I get to work with students who are used to tasting things. And so they, they already have that sort of uh, lexicon of, of how to describe flavors already kind of going in their brain. It's not always the same terms that brewers use, mm -hmm. uh, but, but the idea is the same thing. So every semester we do try and tweak it and, and grow the program a little bit. 
Um, we'll see what this semester brings. It's always a, you know, sometimes we do it on the fly. <laughs> and luckily you also have students who are pretty uh, apt in cleaning as well. So if I remember anything yes, from, like from my not, time there. They have, they have done their share of cleaning. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, for those of you just tuning in, I am chatting with Hutch Kugman. He is the head brewer uh, at the brewery at the Culinary Institute of America in Hyde Park, New York. And he teaches, co-teaches uh, the art and science of brewing. Uh, so, Hutch, you mentioned that a lot of the students don't necessarily end up in the kitchen. They don't necessarily end up as brewers. But are you starting to see that with these in the past four years, more and more of your students are heading into the beer world? Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, it, it's they come, like I said, our class is an elective. So we, they come in with a variety of backgrounds and interests. Some of our students are business-focused. Some are very science-focused. Um, some are beverage-focused. But... Yeah, as they leave here, some of them are taking this craft beer and brewing knowledge with, with, into their chosen field. But a lot of them um, are finding that they, this is something they really enjoy. So we have a number of students who are now in the brewing industry. Uh, in fact, I was walking the floor at the Craft Brewers Conference this past year and bumped into one of our first students who was opening his own brewery in Florida. Um, oh, wow. Eli was great. Yeah, it was great to see him. That was really exciting. Um, and even so, other students who, uh, you know, find that they really enjoy the brewing process and craft brewing and find ways to work it in. So I have another student who is in California and, or another former student who's in California and is working at a restaurant, but it also has a brewery. And so he said, okay, I want, I'll come work in the, the kitchen, but I also want to work in the brewery. And so he's getting, you know, kind of using his background here. He got excited and inspired by it and is using that as a way to kind of uh, get his foot in the door in their brewing, in their brewing operations. Um, okay. But then for some, some students just, hey, I found out I like a lot. I learned about more about beer and I really like it. And I want to kind of continue to, to learn more about beer and make that part of my, my culinary job. I gotcha. Now, have you ever had, um, you know, people who are not necessarily students? I know that the Culinary Institute offers classes for people who are not students there to do kind of like a boot camp to learn a particular skill. Is that something that you've been either toying with or in the future, or am I making you yeah, give no, something we, away? We've done it, actually. Um, okay. we, do, we do a, a Beer 101 or Brewing 101 class. Um, I do it offered a couple times a year through our CIA Food Enthusiast Program, which is CIA Foodies. And uh, I only offer it when I don't have students. So it's, it's select times during the year when the brewery is a little bit more open and I can use the space a little bit more. But it's a full-day brewing experience. You come in, you put on the boots, we get you a brewer's shirt, uh, and you help me brew a batch of beer that we're going to put up for sale. Um, so it's, it's, you know, I teach as much as I can during that day. Again, kind of gearing it a little bit towards what the, the attendees' backgrounds are. Uh, but we've had people in here who just like beer. We've had people who, I had people coming that were starting their own brewery. And they really had a lot of very specific questions and technical questions. So that's, you know, we, we spent a little bit more time on that. But yeah, we do that uh, usually two or three times a year. Uh, depending on how my schedule is like. The next one will probably be sometime in December. Um, we'll do, but it's a full brew day. And uh, then, you know, we take a little break in the middle. It's a little bit different. You get to go have lunch while I continue brewing. Well, then we have a pint, you know, yeah. raise a pint at the end of the day and enjoy, enjoy a hard day's work. Nice. And I'm imagining they probably don't have to do as much cleaning as the students. Uh, no, that's, that's true. I do take it a little bit easy on them. <laughs> now, um... Whenever you're teaching students, you know, there are always certain topics that are a little harder to grasp. Um, and this is the case with spirits, with wine, with, with culinary education, everything. Is there something particular in beer that you've noticed that you, you know going into it, no matter what the background, it's going to be a harder grasp? 
Um, I think, it dep- again, it depends a little bit on the student's background. I think some of the science is challenging um, for some students. Water chemistry is challenging for everybody, um, yeah. regardless of what your background is. It's, I've been brewing professionally for 17 years, uh, and occasionally it makes my head spin a little bit still. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I would say it's probably that the heavy science is challenging for some students, except for those that are in the culinary science program for whom uh, this is incredibly easy. Um, and, the, and I would also say probably the baking and pastry students. They usually have a pretty good background and are familiar with fermentation and how those things work. So they're a little bit ahead of the curve on that one. We don't go super hardcore in the science. It's not the same mm-hmm. sort of in-depth you would get at, like, say, a brewing school. Uh, but it is it is more than they're used to, I think. Um other than that, you know, I think it's. I think we're pretty open about it. We we really do try and touch on all the different parts of the industry. We do talk about business. Uh, we do talk about flavor and, and pairing. Um, we don't get too much into front of the house beverage operations. So as far as like uh, restaurant, you know, how you put a beer list together or that sort of stuff. Proper there's other service, proper that, glassware, that kind of. Yeah, thing. there's yeah. already there's already classes that do that. Um, so we do focus more on the brewery itself. Honestly, a lot of our stuff, um, the, the brewery operational, as far as being in the brewery, it can be a lot of hurry up and wait when you're brewing beer. Mm-hmm. So it's like, go, 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 go. Okay, now this needs to rest for 45 minutes. And that's when we get to have more kind of informal conversations about the brewing industry. And that really is driven by what the students' interests are. Um, you know, it depends. if we have students from our entrepreneurship program, they are business focused. So we say, okay, let's talk about how we're going to make more money on this batch of beer. We're already making this batch of beer. How can we be more productive and, and more efficient in doing it? And we'll touch on the different parts of the process where maybe we can gain or lose volume and, and look at our, you know, the idea of labor is a sunk cost. You've already spent this much time. So how can we maximize the beer you're getting out of it? Things like that. But that's really driven by what the student's interest is. I gotcha. Yeah, I think there's a common misconception that brewing is this like fast-paced, exciting thing, but it is a lot of waiting for water to boil yes it can be it can be that's that's why you fill your downtime with fun things like cleaning kegs yeah um it depends on the brewery too you know the bigger the brewery is the more things are going on right Mm -hmm. Uh, you would never think that you know specializing in in being a shipping receiving and driving a forklift would be an important job in a brewery but it's really important and somebody has to manage all that inventory that's coming in and out um and uh if you're a small enough brewery that's that's the brewer as well so (laughs) you get to get you know get to wear a lot of different hats Oh, yeah. Well, we are going to take a quick break, uh, but we'll be right back with uh, Hutch on Beer Me, uh, recording live at the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, full service radio. Welcome back to Beer Me, recording live at the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. on Full Service Radio. I'm your host, Sarah Jane. We are chatting with Hutch Kugman today. He is the head brewer at the brewery at the Culinary Institute of America in Hyde Park, New York. He is also the co-instructor for the Art and Science of Brewing class. Uh, So we were just kind of talking about how 
Within brewing, there are some times where you have opportunities to maximize your time. And this is a good moment where he gets a lot of questions from students and discusses uh, different aspects of the business itself. Uh, So, Hutch, what are some moments where students have really surprised you, where you know, you've had a student kind of really grasp onto something and get really excited or maybe a moment where they've taught you something? Um, I would say, you know, coming to to the Culinary Institute of America from the brewing world, mm-hmm. where most of my career was spent in small, either very small brew pubs or production breweries, you know, I'm used to educating and teaching people about beer and about flavor and, you know, training employees and things like that. But um, you know, it's usually more of a blank slate. People don't know much of anything, whereas these students already have a pretty good grasp of certain things that, that are important, like flavor and, and flavor descriptors. So I would say, you know, when we're talking about tasting beer and we're trying to analyze things, you know, the, the way that they're, um, that they're able to pick out and identify flavors and aromas, I always find is a lot of fun for me to listen to. Um, it's pretty easy when you've been brewing for a long time to kind of fall back on the same sort of things. Like, oh, you know, you're getting these multi-tones and espresso and, uh, or you're picking up uh, chocolate and this dark beer or certain hop characteristics. Okay, yeah, I smell gooseberry or whatever. Um, but then to, to, to listen to new people uh, taste and smell these things and use their own, um, you know, their own uh, descriptive terms for it, I think is a lot of fun. Um, you know, I, I don't necessarily know what red bean paste smells like, but they do. <laughs> And so they can, they can talk about that. So that's always a lot of fun for me. Um, we do a class project beer every semester okay. where the students research. Like we, uh, Professor Fisher and I assign them five different styles to research. And they present to the rest of the class on the history of that style and on, um, uh, you know, what the flavor profile should be and where, what ingredients you would use to create those flavors and who makes these beers professionally. Uh, and then we try commercial examples of all of them. And then they get to vote on which one they want to make for their class beer. Once they so, vote on it, then so the I whole class their, makes a beer together. The whole class makes okay. yeah, whole class participates in making a beer, um, and I teach them how to write a recipe for a, we're a seven barrel brewery, so how to write a recipe for a brewery this size, and then they all write recipes for it, and then we try and kind of cram those together into one big idea. So I, I I'm always excited when I see what kind of ideas they have because I really do encourage them to to not just necessarily make a standard version of a beer, although they can do that if they want. Um, so if we're going to make a brown ale, okay, what are you going to do with this beer that makes it more exciting? Um, if we're going to make a Saison and it's wintertime, how are you going to take a beer that might be more light-bodied and, and, and spring-like and turn it into something that's more appropriate for colder months? Um, and so that's where they really get to be creative. Uh, and so for me, that's always a lot of fun is to see what kind of ideas they have and the flavors they're going to put together because they're usually things I wouldn't have, think, have thought of. What was one beer that was really exciting for you? Um, let's see. Uh, we did a, a goza, mm-hmm. um, with, uh, and then kind of taking together some student ideas, um, kind of inspired by, um, I wish I could remember the name of the, the, the salt and spices, tangine, or, um, I could, I could have that name wrong, but there's, there's a, a commercial product out there that is basically a, a, a very spicy salt, uh, seasoning that the students are crazy about. And so the idea was, all right, how can we how can we incorporate some of those flavors into a goza, which is already salty? So we ended up using um, Himalayan pink salt mm-hmm. uh, because it sounds good and it's trendy. Um, so hot right now. Pink. Yeah, yeah, it's so, just like Hansel. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we used to, the joke was you could really taste the pink. 
Uh, <laughs> it was just, it's just salt. But um, we used that with some uh, fresh lime zest and then uh, a number of different fresh and dried chilies. And so we were trying to kind of replicate this this very popular um, sour spiced, yeah, yeah. Uh, in in a sour beer. Uh, so that was that was a pretty fun one. Uh, and but sometimes we do something traditional. We we did a brown ale this last class, and we had some good ideas for it, but decided to just, you know, we brewed the base brown ale and tasted so good the way it was. We just decided not to, we wanted to leave it alone. Um, so we pulled, you know, that's we, a we lesson in and of itself, right there. Yeah, it was. It was okay. We here's ideas we have. Oftentimes with additional flavorings and beers, you're adding them later in the process anyway. So, okay, here's the ideas we have. Let's build the base and see what it tastes like. And, it, and we all decided as a class, this tastes really good the way it is. Let's just leave it alone. Uh, and that beer actually went on to win a gold medal in uh, New York, New York Craft Beer Competition. So uh, I think they chose wisely to, to oh, leave wow. the, the brown ale as it was. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, I personally enjoy their flavor ideas just because you tend to fall into a rut as a brewer. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's, it's exciting for me to have those new, um, new creative minds at work. That's amazing. So you get you all are able to get involved in uh, different competitions. Yeah, yeah, we we operate this brewery very much like you would any commercial brewery. Okay, um, so you're selling outside com- of the school or still? We do. We sell a little bit of beer outside the school. It's a fairly small brewery, mm-hmm. uh, and so our production level, our production volume is not huge. Uh, and we do have a very specific type of license here in New York State that only allows us to sell a certain amount of beer off premise. Now, it, as it happens, that's more beer than I can make anyway, so it doesn't affect us. Uh, but we sell beer in Bro- with our partners at Brooklyn Brewery, so we have beer on tap at Brooklyn Brewery's Tap Room. Uh, and then we just started picking up some local restaurants. So we just uh, sent our first kegs down in New York City uh, to be to go on tap at a um, a uh, local, um, sorry, a small um, cocktail bar down there. Mm-hmm. And then we have some local restaurants around here that carry it. That has to be a really cool experience for the students to, you know, say like, "Hey, I brewed this beer, and now." It is on draft at, at Brooklyn Brewery. Yeah, they get a they get a lot of they get a lot of pride out of that for sure. Yeah, no, that has to be an amazing feeling. So and they and they get that experience too. We we do a lot of beer festivals. Mm-hmm. I always bring the students with me to help me work beer festivals. So that they, for them, that's their first chance to really get that direct feedback from customers uh, on something they made. And I think that's usually really exciting for them too. And that's a great opportunity for them to meet other brewers as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great networking opportunity. Um, and for those students that are really seriously considering the, the beer industry or the beverage industry, um, it, it's a great opportunity for them. Now, the students are also a little spoiled in the fact that they are located right in the Hudson Valley, which has, over the years, really blossomed into a, a great craft beer scene. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, New York as a whole has exploded. Um, from when I moved here in 2002, I think we had 38 breweries. And by 2010, we had about 100 and now we're at 435, 440. Wow. Um, and uh, Hudson Valley in particular, I think within about an hour, let's say let's say in the uh, from Westchester up to the upper Hudson Valley, you're talking about basically an hour and a half drive. You're looking at, I think, 58 breweries in that region. Um, so really, uh, this part of New York has exploded very much so. Do you have a brewery that maybe you, you know, have the students check out nearby at all? Or, or do you have certain breweries in the area that you really encourage them to go to? Yeah, um, there, are, there, are almost, there are too many to name, to be honest with you. Okay. Um, I almost try and approach it as a, what kind of beer are you, are you interested in trying? Do you like sours? Then I'm, then I'm going to have these two or three places I recommend. Do you like dark beer? I'm going to have this place I recommend. Um, you know, 
it's uh, in New York. We actually have a, our own New York State app. So you can download New York Craft Beer app, and it'll tell you all the breweries that are within 50 miles of you. Um, and so I, I try and turn them onto that and say, okay, where are you guys going? You know, often our students are already going on a road trip. You know, they're going to check out a restaurant, going to check someplace out. I say, okay, here's where you're going to be. Here are the breweries around that area. Um, but it's almost too many for me to try and to try and name and say, oh, you should go to these four places. There's, there's so many more than that. Fair enough. Uh, now, you all have your own kind of uh, festival coming up at the Culinary Institute. It's or educational. Uh, help me out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. It, it's, it's, it's really a hybrid of all things the CIA does well. Okay, so, so this it's, is called it's Brew U. Brew U, yep. It's mm-hmm. taking place October 19th, which is Saturday. Um, you can find more information about it if you go to our website, ciabrewery.com. There's a link to the Brew U Fest there. Uh, but it's, it's a combination of... The regular standard beer festival, we've got 25 uh, New York City, Hudson Valley, Capital Region, breweries and cideries. Uh, but then combined with that, we've got food, because we're the CIA. So there'd be seven or eight food stations prepared by our chefs, all right in the festival. And then we're also a school, so there's educational seminars going on. We'll have uh, food demos where chefs will teach you recipes you can go home and try. We'll have um, classroom sessions going on you can go sit in. So this year we'll be featuring um, pairing beer and chocolate working with the Fine Cacao Institute. It's kind of exciting. Wow. Uh, yeah. So we've got, we've got local chocolates coming in uh, from Fruition Chocolate, and then we'll be pairing those with beers. We're going to have someone coming down to um, promote and explain uh, fruit food fermentation. So a company called Small Town Cultures, and they'll be teaching people how they can do lacto-fermentations at home. And uh, as well as uh, Professor Fisher is, is becoming our, in addition to being a beer person, he's becoming our sake expert. So we're going to have a, a kind of an introduction to sake, which I think a lot of people will enjoy because I know I certainly didn't know much about it before I started working here. And I think most average people don't know a ton about sake. Yeah. Uh, so that should be a really fun class. Well, that fits in more with beer. I, I always argue that sake is, is definitely more of a, a beer thing. It's technically a grain fermented beverage. So Yes, you know. that's, absolutely. Usually it gets lopped in with wine, but I think we, we should take it back. And I think most people, the average person who really isn't into beverages too much, all they really know about sake is, you eat, well, sometimes you have it hot, sometimes you have it cold, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and there's so much more to learn about. It's such a great and interesting um, drink that does pair really well with food. Um, so I'm really excited for the attendees to see that. These are actually all, we, we kind of try and change the seminars up every year. This will be our fourth time doing Brew mm-hmm. uh, These are all new ones. So no one's been to any of these seminars before. Uh, so that should be fun. Nice. Well, Hutch, thank you so much. I really appreciate you calling in on a Sunday. Um, and definitely, for those of you listening, check out Brew You. If you're ever in the Hudson Valley, you know, swing by, some, find some beer made at the Culinary Institute of America. Yeah, come see us. Come down to the Egg. And uh, if you're in the area, it's a great place to grab lunch on a weekend. And uh, we're right on the Hudson River. Probably the best view I've ever had as a brewer. I'm usually stuck in the back of the room, you know, ultraviolet lights. But <laughs> we're right here on the Hudson and the big patio and... Uh, grab a pint and sit outside. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Hutch. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Well, and listeners, like I said, it's kickoff of DC Beer Week today. So get out there this week and enjoy uh, some brews in this beautiful, beautiful city that we live in. Uh, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Radio or via email beermeradio at gmail.com. Otherwise, we'll see you later, recording live again at the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. on Full Service Radio. Cheers. Dr. Bob.